It's Paisley Stew. Talking to my sock, baby. <laughs> hey, this is Steve. And this is Jason. We invited some friends over to read our screenplay of a film that will probably never be made. It's based on our early life and even includes original songs we wrote and recorded back in the day. This is raw, uncut and far from perfect. Our friends were reading the script for the first time and there are stuff-ups and diversions galore. There's the occasional canned laughter in the bits that we thought were hilarious and nobody else did. Or when Steve told me to. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. We, we hope, hope you enjoy, enjoy our masterpiece, masterpiece as, as much as we do. Paisley Stew! It's the late 80s. Suburban Melbourne, Australia. Stew is bored and just disenchanted. He has big dreams but no means of realising them. Then he stumbles upon his neighbour's intriguing world. JD's life bursts with creativity, chaos and dysfunction. This is exactly the spark Stu needs. As their unlikely friendship grows, the pair navigates musical highs and lows, murky family dramas, tricky romances, snails, and even the fantastical realm of the supernatural. Will Stu keep his head as things become stranger, deadlier, and darker in this delightful retro tragic comedy? In the words of his sleazy workmate, Kurt, Stu's a bit of a dickhead but he knows what he wants. Canvas factory, tea room, day. Stu sits alone with a cup of tea, listening to his Walkman through headphones. He doodles the Statue of Liberty on scrap paper. Kurt is in the background, looking up towards the top of some shelving. Hey, Stu, can you give us a hand? Stu remains oblivious. Bloody hell, dickhead, are you deaf? Oh, hello, sir. Stu's boss and Jack Moeth walk in, engaged in conversation. They stop in front of Stu, who remains oblivious to them. Productivity is increased tenfold due to the implementation of strict procedural guidelines. Each member of our staff has been carefully (laughs) chosen to maximise efficiencies and complement the team. Stu's boss beams down at Stu. Stu, I know I don't say this very often enough. But you did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm do that line again. Uh, Stu, I know I don't say this often enough, but you did a great job on that jacket. So good, in fact, that Mr. Moth here has ordered another hundred. So, when do you think we can have them by? Meanwhile, in the background, Kurt is climbing the shelving to reach something up on top. Stu? Stu! Stu! <laughs> <laughs> Stu's boss throws a pile of jackets into Stu's lap, snapping Stu out of his reverie. He removes his headphones. What? A hundred more jackets by tomorrow night! Get on it! <laughs> In the background, Kurt and the shelving begin to collapse. Ah. Hard cut, two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he would say, <laughs> JD's house, lounge room, late afternoon. Close-up of piano hammers hitting piano strings inside a piano. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, Creating a loud discordant chord. Uh, On the actual piano keyboard, a kitten walks on the piano keys. Penelope scoops the kitten up into her arms. Chris is seated at the drum kit, 
Jay is ready with a guitar and Stu is at the piano, a synthesizer set up at his side. Are we ready for take one? JD turns and hits record on the reel-to-reel player. The band goes into the first mellow verse and heavy chorus of an angsty Pink Floyd-style song. Stu is setting up an echo deck and testing his guitar sounds through it. Chris is uh, turning drinking glasses. Tuning? Tuning. Yeah. Chris is tuning drinking glasses by pouring in rum and rubbing the rims. JD has a bass guitar. He is talking quietly with Penelope. You you know our little hangout down the creek? Yeah. It's like balls. (laughs) If that gets like that again, we'll meet you there, okay? Yeah. We'll look good. Oh. <laughs> we'll look out for you, Penelope. Yeah, damn right we will. So, are we ready for the overbuts? Over... <laughs> over... <laughs> <laughs> That's a new straight of my life. Oh, it was a Freudian slip. Yeah. So, are we ready for the overdubs? Chris leans over and hits record. <laughs> Canvas Factory. Work table, day. A finished version of the last song is now background music. Stu sets up the Jack Moeth stencil as Julie works near him. Stu becomes distracted as Julie bends over, tapping on a box. (laughs) She wears tight Fabergé jeans. She catches him looking. What do you think you're looking at? I was just admiring your uh, jeans. Their jeans? Well, they fit very well. I'm not going out with you, Stu. I know, but... Uh, uh. Uh, uh, There's a band thing on. Look, Stu, it's not going to happen. You're wasting your time. I'd rather eat shit than go out with you. Oh, harsh. <laughs> oh, oh. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> she said it pretty clearly, I think. Incredible Sorry. emotional intelligence there. <laughs> Julie grunts, throws the roll of tape at Stu and storms out. Despondently, Stu's wa- Stu watches her leave as he absentmindedly finishes the Jack Moeth stencil. We only see him get as far as the Jack mm, mm, Jack M. Mm. Alright, well this will be my last scene. I'll go up to the next scene. JD's house. Lounge room. Late afternoon. The latest recording continues after the middle instrumental section. Stu records the vocals on the second verse and chorus with Julie in mind. The song is fully fleshed out now. After the last note fades out, Stu presses stop, then rewind. He removes the reel from the machine, smiling, satisfied. Our Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> oh, and that's the scene, so I'm done. Oh, I quit, I quit as narrator. <laughs> Are you going home now? No, 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 oh, I just, I just can't keep talking cool. relentlessly. Right. Um, so, um, well, I'll, I'll grab it. Oh. Well, either one. Alright, I'll go to the bathroom first anyway. Oh. Is that alright? Alright, pause. I don't think we're pausing. We don't oh, okay. Which way is the bathroom? Um, uh, there, in that direction. 
We now yeah. pass yeah. over the duration duties. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're recording, are we? Are we ready to go? Yes, yeah. sir. All right. We now cool. pass over the duration duties to Matifa. 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 <laughs> it's like the male version of Jennifer. Oh, sorry. Oh. oh. Okay. No, it sounds good in my head. <laughs> <laughs> what about Mashley? Yeah. yeah. I think no. Mashley's quite nice. Mashley. Yes. Oh, wow. Mashley. Mm, Stephanie over wow. here. Wow. So right. He's going to use that someday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jasmine. To the I'm Mashley. Yes. Okay. Go. Shall we? Yep. <laughs> Please. JD's house, front garden, day. Stu, carrying the bag containing the previous day's reel, approaches Roy. Roy holds a glass of rum. Stu is wary. Stu, how are you? What are you up to? Oh, I'm just going to play something back. Great, great. Come here first. I want to show you something. Roy grabs Stu's arm and leads him toward a large cube-like contraption. Do you know what this is? Uh, not really. A vacuum cleaner? <laughs> not exactly. Come here. Stand on it. Stu steps up onto the base with trepidation. Hold my rum. Watch what happens to it. Stu places the bag between his ankles, then straightens up, looking at Roy's drink. Close up of Roy flicking switches. Lights turn on. Needles move on meters. A low hum. There is a big dial in the center, set to zero. Roy reaches for this. Ready? Close up of Roy is slowing, sorry, slowly turning the big dial. This causes the platform to vibrate at a low frequency. What the? It's an earthquake generator! Close up of Roy slowly turning the big dial. What's it for? It shakes aeroplanes apart to find their weaknesses. Close up of the rum glass with concentric ripples in the liquid. The hum slowly increases from low to high pitch. Is it dangerous? Nah, the kids are on it all the time. They love it. So, what are you doing with it? I was going to strap it to the floor of the festival hall as a subwoofer. Subwoofer? Close up of Steve's feet either side of the bag. Steve's feet. Oh, sorry. Is that the first time I've done that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, yeah. okay. <laughs> Close up of Stu's feet either side of the bag. They are now vibrating so much he seems to be hovering. I feel sick. Oh, that's interesting. That doesn't usually start to happen to your 24,000 hertz. No, I really want you to stop it. Chris and JD run from the house. They instantly take in the scene, horrified. The machine winds down. Stu looks mortified. He reaches slowly into the bag, pulling out the box containing yesterday's recordings. Don't tell me. Oh dear. Looks like it. Huge fucking magnet. Magnetic fucking tape. What were you thinking? Chris turns on her heel and walks away. Paisley Stew is sponsored by Owsley Burrows. Owsley Burrows. Yeah. Yeah. 
to our normal programming. Creek, dusk. A female body lies in the water, matted hair flowing in the current. The body shows initial signs of decay, fingernails are chipped. There are bruises and her orange dress is torn. Canvas factory, entrance, morning. Stew clocks in, using a punch card. Kurt is already standing there, leering. Uh, <laughs> he leered. So how about it? I could use some of your handiwork. Come on, Kurt, I haven't even had my coffee yet. Don't you want a cream with that? I'll cream <laughs> you in a minute. Really? Yeah, really. Okay, okay, no need to be a wanker. <laughs> Stew, my office now! Good luck, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Canvas factory, Stu's boss's, boss's office. The room is dark. There are candles, Buddhas, plants. A water feature gently gurgles away. There is a serenity poster above the boss's desk. Numerous incense sticks emit plumes of smoke. Stu's boss sits at his desk in a meditation pose, attempting to be calm. <sighs> Sit down, young man. Every so often in a person's life, they reach a crossroad. One path leads to glory, fulfillment, opportunity. The other leads straight to hell, chaos, ruin. It's a terrible place to be. Those who take the righteous path know the meaning of hard work, diligence, attention to detail. Then there are those who make it... Um, <laughs> sorry, I'll do that bit again. Those who take the righteous path Know the meaning of hard work, diligence, attention to detail. These are the people who make it in this world. These are the people who set the world's agenda. On the other hand, there are those who embrace chaos, lazy, disorganised, usually drug-affected morons who addle their minds with distraction, distracting, pointless music. And I've come to the conclusion, Stuart, that you are one of them. What is this shit?! Stu's boss throws a Jack Mauve jacket straight at Stu. Close on the part of the jacket that says, Jack me off. Stu suppresses a smile as he realises the mistake he has made. Meanwhile, the boss continues his rant. My father started this company 20 years ago with money he made from a paper round. Never in all of this time has there been a cock-up of such epic proportions. What, what I don't understand is how, after you stenciled the first jacket, you didn't notice the mistake. No, you had to stencil another 99 of them. What am I going to do with 100 jackets that says, Jack me off? You're fine. <laughs> oh, shit, There's another line there. <laughs> Top of 50. <laughs> it's a terrible place. You're fired! <laughs> Stu is calm, thoughtful. Gradually, a smile comes across his face. Thank you. Stu gets up slowly and walks toward the door. He turns around. You know, since I started embracing chaos, life has actually become a little bit more interesting. Canvas factory, outside the boss's office, day. As Stu steps out, still holding the offending jacket, workers scatter in all directions, leaving only Julie, Kurt and Stu. Hey, can I have the jacket? <laughs> Alright. Hey, 
since I'm not working here anymore, are you free tomorrow night? I'd still rather eat shit. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I tried. See you around. Stu walks toward the exit. As he departs, he throws the jacket at Kurt. He walks out beneath the exit sign. Scout Hall, stage, evening. Chris places a speaker box onto the side of the stage and plugs a lead into it. The scout leader approaches JD and Stu. He looks anxious. So what's going on? You were meant to start 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> he said as he minced. <laughs> that, was right, uh, that was right behind us when, when, he, when we left. Well, hurry up. We've all paid good money for this. <laughs> yeah, 50 cents a cup. They're scouts. Stu glares at Chris, then turns back towards scout leader. Look, it's really just the microphones we're waiting for. We can start off with an instrumental. Anything will be fine. It better be! Mm. <laughs> Chris, Stu and JD walk onto the stage. We only know one instrumental. It'll be over in no time. Nah, let's do your new one, JD. Let's do that again. Nah, let's do your new one, JD. That'll keep us going for like 10 minutes if we have to. JD nog- nods in agreement. Nogs. Nods. <laughs> no, I reckon mine you. We know it better. Well, that is a great song. Nah, it's JD's. If I recall correctly, your last decision was a complete failure. Chris shakes violently, a la the earthquake generator. And if I recall correctly, Last time we did JD's one, you completely mucked it up. Chris smirks and goes straight into the drum intro for the tuning question, EGD. Three different ones. <laughs> what does EGD mean? <laughs> oh, you'll a hear it. Is it a music thing? It's a music thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's technical stuff. I'll start that you bit again. <laughs> so I won't do any of that stuff in brackets then. Yeah? All right. Chris smirks and goes straight into the drum intro for the tuning question. JD looks at Stu, unsure of what to do. Stu looks out at the expectant audience, then at JD. Chris looks triumphant. When the tune is underway, Stu approaches Chris. You only got your way because it wouldn't have been professional not to keep... Does that make sense? (laughs) You only got your way because it wouldn't... No, oh. well, you got doubles you negative otherwise. So you that was a bit unprofessional. Do that again. Um, you only got your way because it would have been unprofessional not to keep the song going. Chris bashes extra hard on the drums. Don't wreck the drums. Chris hits the cymbal hard right next to Stu's head. You do that one more time, and I'm going to New York to play with a proper drummer. Chris responds by making the up yours sign. Guys. Let's sort this out later. Stu goes into a ball-tearing solo around the verse chords. Eventually, the instrumental ends. Chris anticipates an audience reaction, but Stu goes seamlessly into his own song, 100 Eyes, looking cheekily around at Chris. The two songs blend naturally. Chris and JD smile, and the tension dissipates. Roy suddenly appears with a milk crate under one arm and a microphone stand in the other hand. There is exasperated relief from the band members. 
Oh, sorry, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a catch. The cat wants to play too. It's a really sick cat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I put her out? I think it's dinner time. Yeah, <laughs> He's <laughs> got the best. Yeah, I'm gonna feed the cat. Feed the cat. It's been sitting there waiting ten minutes, thinking, "Nah, I've got to say Love something." Yeah. Yeah. I'll finish the dance soon. It's a very good cat. Oh, it drives me mental. So creepy. It's so creepy. And they come and slide up against you and rub themselves on you. Fuck you! I own you. I know, yeah. And they're always wandering around with their assholes showing to them. Hey, I didn't feed it, pussy. Yeah, alright. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> alright then. Deliver the JD. I know it came from nowhere. so great. Oh, but we look to each other too as if somebody's making a cat sound. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're weird. You're weird. Good one. Good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where you been? Roy places the milk crate on stage in front of JD. Sorry, add a small errand to run. Close up of milk crate. Roy pulls back some cables, revealing a bottle of rum and a bottle of coke. He winks. Quickly, Roy sets up a microphone in its stand and plugs it in, which he places at front centre stage. Stu walks to it and begins singing the first verse of the song he has already begun. Roy sits at the mixing desk, drinking his rum and coke, thumbs aloft. The band plays a great version of Stu's song to an appreciative scout troop. It's Steve and Jason again. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Paisley Stew. If you feel any kind of urge to get in touch with us, send an email to paisleystew at gmail.com. No dick pics. <laughs> Thanks to our friends Bo, Matt, Belinda, Jane and Cam. And thank you for listening.